What is up, friends, brothers, sisters, ladies, and gentlemen? We are back. It's another weekend wrap time. I am uh, pretty pumped up to be with all of you again and uh, get into a weekend wrap. This is our second weekend wrap, and this one is going to be um, filled with a recap of four episodes, episodes 15, 16, 17, and 18, because I haven't done one since the last one, and of course, since then, in the past two weeks, we've had four episodes, four awesome episodes, and again, we are touching all different genres. We are touching different people that are doing influential and extraordinary things, and I'm uh, pretty excited about it because it gives me a chance to learn. It gives me a chance to learn more, and, and obviously it gives this audience a chance to learn more. And it doesn't matter what background you come from, what your interests are, what you're into, um, you know, we're going to touch it. We're going to cover it at some point in time. So uh, with that said, let's get into it. Episode 15, Dr. Adam Hedea, one of my good friends. Uh, Dr. Hedea is a pain management doctor. He is the owner and founder of Cleveland Pain Care. He's got two locations and is now opening a third location here in Northeast Ohio. He's he's just started doing this on his own about a year ago. So in a short period of time, he's now opening his third uh, location. It speaks to the type of work that he does, the type of quality work that he that he performs on his patients, the type of doctor he is, the way he's able to connect to his patients. You can tell um, just by listening to the way he handles himself. What I found interesting in our episode, uh, a couple things to take away. The, the, the main thing was the anti-opioid prescribing approach. And again, that kind of um, had some relevance because we talked about that it, with Greg McNeil, who was on an earlier episode, who lost his son to heroin. And of, cor- of course, it all started from the uh, opioids. So the opioid addiction, which has become an epidemic in this country, it came up with uh, when Greg McNeil was here, of course, that was the reason he was here. And uh, it came up again with Dr. Adam. And that to me was really telling. Uh, It's nice to see doctors saying, hey, wait a second. You know, we're not going to just prescribe whatever the easiest thing to do is to just put a Band-Aid over the patient's pain. Hey, take this most most powerful medicine that you could possibly take. It's gonna it's gonna make you feel better for yeah maybe it will for several days, weeks, or or months depending on how long you are using them. But once you're off of those pain medications, what happens then? And how does your body? How does your mind? How does your mind react to that? How does the brain react to the void of the opioid? And uh, that's the scary thing: the void of the opioid and um, many, many a time, the void leads to the streets, and the streets are where you get the cheaper stuff, which is typically the heroin, and which is typically the the uh, the dirty, you know, the dirty stuff that's going to be laced with fentanyl or some other type of um, substance that probably shouldn't be in there. And of course, we know what that leads to. So, um, I thought that was fantastic that uh, Adam's doing those things. He's also very unique in the fact that he's also a psychiatrist. There's not many pain management doctors in this country, let alone in this world, I mean, that, that have the double, the dual degree in the pain management specialty with the the, the mental um, you know specialty behind it, the psychiatry 
behind it. So he's able to provide both. And you, you listen to him, you can tell. He wants to hear where his patients are coming from. He wants to know, hey, what's causing the pain? Is it something that's more emotional? Is it mental? Is it something that was triggered by a traumatic event earlier in your life? Who knows? But he's going to dig into that. That's fantastic. I think that's what makes him extremely unique. We talked about parenthood. And again, anyone that has kids, uh, you know how hard it is. You know how challenging it is. We talked about uh, the kids and, you know, our kids do dance together and they're involved in all these different activities. And, you know, that kind of led into a discussion um, near the end of the episode about how important it is to put your own internal happiness first. And, and that doesn't mean being selfish and not putting your partner's feelings first. Because your partner, your partner's feelings, you have to keep their feelings at the forefront. And, and many times you do have to put them first. But the point is you must take care of you first. We got into this because, um, you know, there was a video also of Jada Pinkett Smith recently that came out. And, you know, she's she's talking about the same thing. This is Will Smith's wife and, and how, you know, it starts internally. If you're not making yourself happy, then everybody else around you is not going to get the best you, not going to get the most optimal version of you. So you have to make sure that the internal being is healthy, both mentally, emotionally, and physically, in order to be the type of mother, father, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, friend, you name it, in order to be the best you, in order for the people that are closest to you to be able to experience a positive uh, atmosphere, a positive environment when you're around, to get the best version of what you have to offer, your happiness must be first. You must address those things internally. We talked about it for quite a while, and uh, it, it, it was it was relevant because, you know, the Jada Pinkett Smith video. Check it out if you haven't. Uh, Jada Jada says it really well. It's about seven or eight minutes long. It's it's fantastic. So Dr. Adam Hadea, ClevelandPainCare.com. Check him out. Episode 15, if you have any interest in medicine, uh, psychiatry, opioid addiction, uh, life, parenthood, those kind of things, check out episode 15. Moving on, episode 16, Mike Hudak. And Mike uh, was a great conversation with Mike. Mike's a triathlete. He uh, he truly lives the triathlete lifestyle. And uh, one of the things that we really got into throughout the, the episode, it was a common theme, was the mental health aspect and how important mental health is into this society. It started with a discussion about Parkland and these mass shootings and why is this happening and those kind of things. But, you know, we we kind of said, wait a second, mental health is not just that. that. That's an extreme, extreme case and an extreme problem. But what about, how about just everyday life? How about, how about when you wake up and you feel tense or you feel angst or something happens that triggers a, a panic attack or an anxiety attack or where you feel like the walls are clay, caving in on you and, and, and you know you're just busy you're driving in your car you're in a business meeting you're you're out to dinner how about those times that's the type of stuff that we all could use a, a little bit more um, awareness you know and what's causing those things and, and again it goes back to taking care of yourself you must address whatever's going on internally in the mind the brain is the most powerful muscle in the body by 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 hundreds of times more powerful than any other muscle that we have. You must address you. Do you. And don't be ashamed. 
you know how many people have anxiety? I have anxiety. You know, I've had anxiety a long time. I talked about it on the show. I've had anxiety at times, uh, uh, you know, just in life. You know, things pile up in life. And it's how do you handle those types of things? You know, we talked about Kevin Love. We talked about uh, um, uh, DeMar DeRozan, I think, uh, from the Toronto Raptors, who also came out recently about it. But, you know, Kevin Love, who, who opened up publicly recently about his panic attacks, you know, you could have all the people in the world trying to help you. You could have all the resources in the world trying to help you in that moment. In that moment, it doesn't matter because it's already the, you're already you've already had the attack. You got to address yourself first, and with that comes a healthy lifestyle. Comes you know talking it out to people, professional help, and exercise. You know, exercise is probably the most the, the greatest drug you could ever the greatest drug that you could ever come across. Forget the pills. Forget the the the, the drugs, the booze, all that kind of stuff, put that to the side, man. Get to the gym. Get out on the bike. Go for a swim. Go for a run. Lift some weights. How about that kind of drug? Those are the drugs that are going to help everybody. I don't care if you've got any type of – if you've got no physical fitness background and you've got any type of angst in your life, and, and if you don't have a physical fitness background, it's pretty hard for me to believe that you don't have the feeling of angst unless you're just a robot. But if you don't have that angst, that little tinge, that little, that underlying anxiety that, that you know, catches up to us in so many times throughout the, the days, weeks, months, or years, and you're not doing anything about it physically, you're going to be, you're going to be having a much, much tougher hill to climb to get through it. And that's kind of what we talked about throughout this whole thing with Mike was, his, his training, his Ironmans, his marathon training, his running, his cross-country, his his swimming, his biking. I mean, the guy's in the gym doing like two-a-days every single day, six days a week. But I think the only day he said he was taking off was on Mondays. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. So you've got a guy here that's, that's literally working Tuesday through Sunday, most days doing two-a-days where he does a – Maybe a run in the morning and a uh, um, strength training in the afternoon, or a uh, swim in the morning and a bike in the afternoon. Those kind of things. And this is the type of lifestyle that this guy's been living for like six years now. I mean, six straight years. He admitted, "Hey, I've got these anxiety issues. I needed to talk to and 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 seek some treatment for and some therapy." And and I got to tell you the. The physical fitness aspect has been a, a life changer for him. Could you imagine having to, you're carrying the weight of the world and you have no way to release it. You have no way to release it. You'd have no way to, to get it out besides, you know, going to sleep or taking a pill or, or, or you know, turn into the bottle. You know, that's the that that's the easy Band-Aid stuff. But how about, how about addressing it and, and going deep and, and going out for a mile run, a two-mile run, a five-mile run? getting into the gym and throwing some weights around. Start changing yourself. You, you change yourself physically, you're going to change yourself mentally. There's the, It's the greatest drug in the world. We talked about that. Mike's a, a phenomenal guy. He's running. He's he's competing in, in triathletes. He's competing in, you know, marathons, half marathons this year. And uh, the guy's going to be running like a hour and 15 to an hour and 20 minute half marathon. That's, that's his goal coming up in Athens next month. And uh, that's actually April 14th, my birthday. Anyone that's, uh, you know, following along here. So, Mike, give me a birthday present. Win the uh, half marathon in Athens. And uh, we'll continue to see what Mike does. 
young kid. He's a he's also a medical student. That was the other thing that was so unique about him is is the guy is juggling all these different things. He's going to become a doctor, but he's also making sure that he finds the time to get his workouts in. You make the time. You know, so many people say, I don't have time. Well, you don't have time because you haven't made the time. Go make the time and then you'll have it. So thanks again to Mike for coming on episode 16. If you're into any of the stuff that I just talked about, go click play on episode 16 with Mr. Hudak. You'll love it. Episode 17, Montana Too Pretty Love. So we go from uh, medical in episode 15 to more so on the triathlete, you know, mental health, triathlete, physical fitness in episode 16. And now episode 17, we go to the other end of the spectrum and we talk about boxing. We talk about Montana Too Pretty Love, the 10-0 professional fighter from Cleveland, Ohio, who is in a year and a half has taken 10 professional fights, this after competing in approximately 180 amateur fights in his youth and teenage years. And now the guy's, um, I think he said he was 24 years old. He just started the professional circuit a year and a half ago. It was like late 2016 when he had come out of prison and got onto the professional circuit. He's 10-0. He's 10-0. He's climbing. People are starting to take notice of this kid. He's being he's fighting on Showtime now. He's got celebrities following him. He's he's hanging out with with successful people. He's rubbing shoulders and and elbows with with some high level uh, high visibility type people. And uh, he's continuing to grow. Check him out on Instagram. It's Montana Two Pretty Love. The two is a number two. Montana the number two Pretty Love. Check him out on Instagram. He's got over fifty thousand followers. And like I said, he's just getting started. If this guy can can you know keep the, his his uh, hunger, his passion, and his mindset strong, and work his tail off, man, there the sky's the limit. Go watch his fights. He's 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 nasty. He's nasty at the ring. His footwork's phenomenal. He's fast twitch. He's talking shit too, man. He he's the type of guy. He goes, hey, I talk shit outside the ring, but I really talk shit inside the ring. He goes, that's where it's all happening. He goes, you know. <laughs> you think I talk a lot outside. You don't want to get inside you don't want to get inside that 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 square ring with me because I'm gonna be talking your head off and, and I'm gonna frustrate you and I'm gonna get you emotional and you're gonna get sloppy and then you're gonna get put down. So uh, it was an awesome conversation. We talked about his childhood from how he started boxing at the age of five. Um, all the way up through you know high school, playing sports, but always keeping that boxing Boxing was always his true love, regardless of whether he played football or basketball in between. He was always in the gym boxing. His mom made sure of it. So um, that's been something that's kept with him and uh, that he continues to use as his tool to create a phenomenal life for himself. He's got a tremendous amount of talent. We can't wait to see what he does. His meteoric rise in the past 18 months hopefully just continues so we'll see what he does. We're going to keep monitoring him. And, and uh, I actually just talked to him today again, and he was telling me that he wants he wants to come back on this summer. He's got another baby on the way with his girl right now, so he's very excited about his, his I think it's his third child. Uh, baby's due in July. He said, hey, man, we got to talk about that. I want to get back on the show. I'm going to you know, go, go win some fights in, in uh, May and June, have the baby in July, and we're going to come back on and see where things are at at that point. So good luck to uh, Montana, to Pretty Love. Like I said, check him out. He also just released a website today, TooPrettyLove.com, T-O-O, PrettyLove.com, and uh, we uh, will look forward to seeing what he does. Finally, episode 18, Will Hardy, 
the former Brush Arc. That is my alma mater, Charles F. Brush High School. And uh, him and I were about seven or eight years apart uh, from, from high school, so we didn't know each other there. But, hey, when you, you Brush Arcs, man, we, we got to represent and support each other no matter what we do. So I loved having Will on. And uh, Will's a certified personal trainer here in Cleveland. He, he's the owner of Willpower Elite LLC. And uh, we just talked about physical fitness. We talked about, you know, his work ethic, how he employs, you know, not only the physical side, but the mental side of things, and how each client needs to have their own tailored, customized program. No two clients are the same. Everyone's different. Everyone has different needs, different wants, different desires, different body types, different situations. And uh, that also kind of trickles into the other thing is that we talked about, you know, how people respond differently to different types of coaching. So, you know, you might have a kid A over here who who's, you know, very sensitive. You start yelling and get down on him, he's going to shut down. But kid B almost needs to be, on the flip side, needs to be yelled at, pushed, you know, bit, uh, with an aggressive tone toward that person because that's what he, that individual needs. Some kids need that, that, hard, that hard love, that tough love. And that's what really brings out the best in them. Other kids, you give them the tough love, they shut down, they curl up into a little cocoon. So... Uh, we talked about the mental side of things, the the not the physical side, the mental side, and we talked about his uh, training regimen, six days a week. Again, Mike Hudock's training six days a week. Will Hardy's training six days a week. Man, I feel like a I feel like a bum when I talk to these people, man. But it, it's it's motivating, it's inspiring. They're doing two a days. They're they're in the gym at five in the morning, grinding away. You know, you wake up, you're about to go to work. Guess what? These guys already showered. They already they already showered after an hour long workout. So that's inspiring. You know, get up, get up and do something, man. Push yourself. Push yourself. There's the the sky's the limit. You know, and we talked about you know Will's a six two two hundred and thirty pound guy who's who's uh you know continuing to grow this willpower elite LLC. He's got uh, approximately seven or eight clients. And uh, he's going to continue to do this. He's going to ultimately be opening up his own gyms across this country one day. There's no doubt. If he stays hungry, again, this type of hunger I saw when I was looking in his eyes across from me, this is a guy that's a phenomenal person. He cares about his clients. And I thought what, what the one that I think the biggest thing that I took away from this entire uh, episode was the fact that he said, it is my goal to not have clients for a lifetime. My goal is these clients need to come in for a set period of time, whether it's six months, a year, three, five years, whatever it may be. But I need to do my do my job, get them to where they want to be, and teach, the, give them the tools so they can go out and do it on their own. You don't want a client for 10, 15, 20 years. You don't want a lifer type client because they're just kind of maintaining. They're not doing anything to improve and push themselves. Give these clients the tools that they need help change their lives and put them back out into the society as a better person than they are better person now than they were when they had first stepped into your gym, you know, whether it was a month ago or three or four years ago. So I thought that was really telling. Uh, we talked a little bit about nutrition. We talked about his, his, you know, carb loading, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're packing on that muscle and you're working hard and you're burning a lot of calories, you got a carb, you got a carb, but, uh, there's other diets too. And, and he said, Hey, listen, I, I, this is what works for me. But what works for me might not work for you. You know, you might want to be on a, you know, low carb diet or a no carb diet or a whole thirty or an Atkins or a Paleo or you name it. You know, there might there's there, there's other things besides the type of diet that he employs. But again, it's all customized. And he says, 
not only is he going to continue to employ these physical fitness workouts, but he is going to incorporate the nutrition side of things as well as he continues to evolve his power, so his uh, willpower elite uh, uh, training business. So check him out, willpower underscore elite on Instagram. Again, willpower underscore elite on Instagram, and uh, he's continuing to grow his brand. That's all I've got, folks. That's 20 minutes in the books. I was hoping to do it in 15, but I've got four episodes here to recap. Please, uh, like I said last time on the recap, subscribe. Share the episodes with your friends, your family, anyone that can learn a little something, anyone that you feel like, hey, this could this could really help somebody in their life. This could make me a better person. This is going to make somebody else a better person. Text them the episode. You know, Tweet it to them. Instagram it to them. Facebook it to them. Do whatever you got to do. Follow me, and if you have anything you want to talk about, just direct message me on uh, Instagram, at Nathan Haber, N-A-T-H-A-N-H-A-B-E-R. Finally, go in and give us the five stars if you would. If you like what you're hearing and if you're following along and you feel like you're getting value from the episodes, go in, give us the five stars. That will help us continue to grow within Apple Podcasts. And God willing, we'll continue to uh, uh, elevate the visibility of this podcast. So, again, thank you guys all for listening. I really, really appreciate all all of my loyal support and, and all the positive feedback and some of the negative feedback. You've got negative feedback, bring it on, man. Bring it on. That's that's what I'm here to uh, that's what I'm here to listen to. So, thank you, and we will see you next time.